Hi, Sonia. Hi, Margo. It's Bobby Yoga break time. Yeah, welcome to our break. Thank you for having me. <laughs> I did on, on your on, on my your show. show. Yes, that that I did abandon for a few months, but I had good reasons. Yeah. So, do you want to do you want to update our listeners on where you've been? Yes. So, um, <laughs> I was getting married again, and also, <laughs> and also, I finished my dissertation. It is submitted. I have to defend my dissertation at the end of November, and then I will, in fact, become Dr. Baba Yaga. Dr. Baba Yaga. There you understand go. the Twitter handle is immediately being changed. Yeah. The I second I get the, the second I get that yeah. that stamp of approval, we get <laughs> Dr. Baba Yaga at Twitter.com. If, if Twitter still exists. This is, this is true. Because uh, it might be... Elon is it might really drbabiyaga.tumblr.com. <laughs> you know that's a, that is an excellent excellent idea. Mm-hmm. I mean, so yeah, as somebody who is on Tumblr and has been on Tumblr the whole time. Yes. Yeah. Um, just to the the Tumblr people's out there who yes. are like don't invade our sacred space. Oh no, we <laughs> Margo, we run a podcast about folklore and, like, <laughs> leftism. <laughs> I don't think anyone thought that we weren't on Tumblr. I don't think anyone looked mm. at these people who talk about, like, the meanings of flowers and stars and went, like, yeah, they don't, they, they don't have tumblers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I no. I looked at my five Twilight episodes and was like, this sounds like a regular person. These sound like well-adjusted adults. <laughs> Anyway. Anyway, now it's time to talk so about... what are we talking about for our break time? We're talking about Baba Yaga. Oh my god, <laughs> what a coincidence. What a great lead-in we've had here. Yeah. So, let's talk about Baba Yaga, because that's what our podcast is named, and also, yeah. I mean, it's spooky time, and she's iconic. Yeah. I mean, because that, we're continuing, as noted on the past three weeks of our yes uh, socials when we've continued witch themes yes we i do not agree with christmas in november november is still spooky time yeah also christmas is hella spooky so well yes but this is like more spooky yeah so anyway so it's spooky anyway time. it's spooky time in case anybody was not currently participating get on it <laughs> get with the program please all right so let's talk about baba yaga in folklore We've talked about this before. If you want more depth, we have a whole episode about why do we call ourselves the Baba Yaga Project. But here's the rundown. Basically, she is a very, very interesting folkloric figure within Slavic mythology broadly because she's this very uniquely ambiguous figure where she can be both good and evil and neutral depending on the story and the context and like what's going on in it but you do have there are a few key elements that more or less stay the same so number one she lives in the woods always she can't just live in like normal society otherwise she would not be you know a spooky witch (laughs) number two she lives in a house that is on chicken legs so the house can walk around she can travel around in her house mobile home for spooky witches. spooky witches. Yeah. Exactly. 
the other thing is the other way she can get around if she doesn't want to take her entire house with her. Yeah. She, she's just bopping out for like a quick venture. Yeah, yeah. She's not like moving the entire <laughs> the, the entire situation. If she's just like going out to pick up some milk or whatever. Yeah. She's like, all right. She has her giant mortar and her giant pestle and she gets into the mortar yeah. and uses the pestle to like fly basically (laughs) it's similar to the idea of like riding a broomstick right it's like here you have this like household item (laughs) that you use to get around the other kind of consistency is that there tends to be a lot of bones involved like she normally her her yard is fenced in with a fence made out of human bones she carries around light in a skull like yeah, Again, pretty great. With the, oh, were you not on Tumblr? <laughs> Deep in that locked tomb life, <laughs> bones. <laughs> exactly, and you know, typically there's at least some amount of cannibalism in the stories, but like how bad the cannibalism is, like like cannibalism. Yeah, as a treat. exactly. Have a little people as a treat. <laughs> like sometimes she is a wicked evil witch who just like devours anyone and everyone including children but in some of the stories she's like no i only devour like wicked men and i'm like you know what i feel like that's okay then you know if you if this is your just comeuppance like (laughs) yeah you can become part of the bone fence i don't feel too bad for you uh the other thing is she typically has an assortment of pets who are also hanging around with her so she normally has some dogs who, like, kind of guard the yard right. and the house. And then she's usually got a cat inside that yeah. will talk to you. And sometimes will give you advice. Mm-hmm. So And the cat has um, iron claws. Yes. Yes. The cat has iron claws. Also, Much like our friend Bubba here. Yes. And then as for Baba Yaga herself, um, she can also have some very interesting physical qualities depending on who's telling the story. So in some cases she has iron teeth. Um, in some cases she has like kind of claws on her hands as well. Um, and in some cases she'll have very like, like a very, very long nose. Like it points up and out to the ceiling long nose. (laughs) Like it's, Again, she's meant to be this, like, frightening, non... You know, she's she's supposed to not quite look like a, like a regular person, basically. Right. Like, it's not, like, big nose as in, like, a Disney witch. It's, like... Like... Not human. Not human nose in these tellings of it. Um, and then otherwise, she can really vary in terms of what her motivations are in some cases you know she's actually quite willing to be relatively helpful particularly in stories that feature ivan who is like the kind of he's kind of like jack and the beanstalk where it's like you know in in english folklore you like anybody who's named jack in a fairy tale is like roughly the same guy it's it's the same thing here right where it's like this is the like standard issue man on a quest um (laughs) So, you know, you have stories where Ivan goes and he asks Baba Yaga for help and she tells him, well, go talk to my sister who is also named Baba Yaga and also lives in a chicken-legged <laughs> hut surrounded by bones. And he's like, okay, I'll go to the other Baba Yaga. And then they're like, well, she's like, well, you know, 
I can't help you. Go to my sister, also named Babayaga, also living in her hut with bones. And you're like, sure. And they eventually give him directions or, you know, tell him where to find the firebird or tell him, like, where the princess is. Right. Right. But then you do have other stories where she's somewhat more hostile, like in Vasilisa the Beautiful, where you have Vasilisa. She is a beautiful woman. Uh, her dad either dies or goes away and, you know, she's left with her stepmother and stepsisters who are horrible to her. And they tell her, you have to go to Baba Yaga to go get light for us. And then Baba Yaga gives her a bunch of, you know, impossible chores, right? Where it's like, I need you to pick all all the lentils out of the fireplace. Like, very, you know, a, a lot of these are themes that are repeated in Cinderella stories just generally, but... In this case, Vasilisa has a little doll that was given to her by her mother who, like, guides her through these tasks or, in some cases, does the task for her. Yeah. She's usually able to recruit the dogs and the cat to her side because she's so kind that, you know, she's giving them food, she's giving them affection, and they're like, wow, you're so much better than Baba Yaga. We will help you instead. <laughs> so she's able to escape with the skull full of fire, takes it home, and then, you know, through a series of events, marries the prince, right? So... Mm -hmm. You have that kind of side of Baba Yaga where she's like much more, much more antagonistic and is, you know, quite, quite a bit more invested in eating her. <laughs> so it really depends on where you're going with um, <laughs> what, what role she has to play in that story. Right. And she's also quite unique within, um, within kind of Slavic folklore, I would say, mm -hmm. because she does not have, she doesn't really have necessarily an equivalent with other kind of pantheons, if you yeah. will. Okay. Um, like even when you write, like you've had people who've tried to line up like, oh, okay, well, Perun is the god of thunder. So that's mm -hmm. similar to Thor and mm -hmm. to Zeus, right? But like when they're lining up all these creatures, they're like, oh, and you know deities and yeah. folklore and they get to baba yaga and are like well we're not quite sure what to do with you because she's not like she's just so ambiguous across all these stories that she's not quite a wicked witch but we also can't put her in the like helpful fairy godmother role yeah but we can't put her into like she's not really like a trickster god either. yeah no like it's a very very unique situation and i'll also say she's quite unique in the kind of within even Slavic folklore, she's quite a unique figure because most most beings in these folk stories still kind of live in this like husband wife family unit, mm -hmm. right? Where like the leshy, like in mm -hmm. the forest, he has his leshy wife and yeah. their leshy child, right? <laughs> or like if you have the Domovoy, who's like the household spirit, he's married to the Kikimora, who's the yeah. female household spirit, right? So you have all these. Whereas Baba Yaga typically is either on her own or there's three of them that are all named Baba Yaga. <laughs> <laughs> like just same name. Or you have the situation where she is living on her own but then has the three horsemen who guard right. her house, right? Where you have the rider who has the white coat on a white horse and he controls the rising of the sun. Mm -hmm. And then red horse 
guy in a red coat. He is a representative of the sun, so he comes and rides around at noon. And then black coat, black horse summons the nighttime, basically. So it's this very, again, like, doesn't quite fit into the general patterns, I guess. So basically, she is a fascinating figure. And that's why we named the podcast after her, because we wanted to look at a lot of different contradictory aspects of the world and of folklore and look at things in this sort of... Also, she's a badass lady in the woods. Yeah. She's living my dream. Yeah, that is is very true. (laughs) If the economy keeps going into a recession, like, might... (laughs) Might give up and go into the woods. Yeah, take to the woods. Build a house on chicken legs, surrounded by bones. <laughs> have to find the bones. Pretty sure we can buy them on Tumblr.com. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thanks for taking a break with Baba Yaga, guys. Thank you. We're the official Baba Yagas. The official Baba Yagas. Stay safe. Don't get eaten by a forest hag. Yeah. Just clean her house and then maybe she'll give you a super skull. Yeah. And even if she doesn't, I mean, you can probably outrun her, so it's going to be fine. (laughs) This Baba Yaga break time was brought to you by Patreon supporters just like you. Follow us at Baba Yaga Project on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok.